It was a must-win game for the Chicago White Sox, and when it mattered most, they completely collapsed. The White Sox bullpen was terrible, and their lone trade deadline acquisition, Jake Diekman, turned in a pathetic performance, one of the worst outings out of the bullpen I've ever seen. Now, there were some bright spots like Jose Abreu's RBI single against Classe, but in the end, the Sox failed to do what they needed to get done. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. Each and every day we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast uh, just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you're letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox, especially after Tuesday night's game. Uh, Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, it was ground ball theater for most of the game for the Sox offense, but they managed uh, to make things interesting at the end. Dylan sees lack command, but he was not the problem on Tuesday Sox needed a sweep, and now they have to rely on winning a series and a Cleveland implosion. State of the Sox, 76-72, and 72, now five games back in the AL Central, uh, chasing, of course, the Cleveland Guardians with 14 uh, games left uh, on the schedule. Uh, just an unbelievable game, a, a long game. It started in a rain delay, uh, it went into extras. Um, unfortunately, this episode is going to have kind of a, a death in the family type of feel. Uh, I just absolutely cannot believe how this game uh, ended. I know I'm not the only one. Uh, the game had it all. I mean, the highs and the lows were extreme playoff type atmosphere, both teams uh, taking advantage of poor defense, both teams with clutch hits. Uh, but the Chicago White Sox, their bullpen completely fell apart and collapsed. Boy, Jake Diekman, what are you doing? Uh, just, I haven't seen anything quite like that. He was throwing batting practice uh, in the most important inning of the most important uh, game. Uh, we'll get to all of that uh, in this episode. Sox fall to the Guardians. A 10 to 7. Uh, just, I'm still in shock as I record. Uh, there were some news and notes, though, to get to before the game. Uh, Tony LaRusso was not present at the ballpark. Uh, he uh, has not yet been cleared to return uh, by his doctors and is not expected to attend the series. Uh, my thoughts hey, just step aside officially. Hand things over to Miguel Cairo and concentrate on your health. Uh, let's not play this game of uh, when will Tony reappear? Is it this weekend, next week? 
just stop. Just hand the keys over to Cairo so we don't have to keep doing this uh, every game and every series. Uh, Tim Anderson said his preference is to avoid uh, heading to Charlotte for a rehab assignment, but that is uh, undecided. He does hope to return uh, to action this week. Miguel Cairo said he seems uh, to be in favor of a rehab stint. Elvis Andrews is going to take reps at second base. Uh, and this is according to Scott Merkin. Johnny Cueto, who is supposed to pitch on Thursday, uh, said he felt weak and his vision wasn't right. Uh, had some body aches over the weekend. Uh, feels a lot better and is ready to go on Thursday. Uh, Luis Robert was back in the lineup, hitting seventh. Uh, man, some of his at-bats, most of them really, just excruciating. Uh, he did not look good uh, at all. And uh, wondering what we're going to see from him throughout this series. You know he wants to play in the series, but what you're getting from him uh, is not is not a, a good effort at all. Sevi Zavala got the start behind the plate. He caught Dylan Cease's one hitter against the Twins. Thought he played pretty well defensively. Has got a cannon for an arm, and he showed it off. Uh, and Harrison was at second base throwing. Uh, the leather. Despite not having anywhere near his best stuff, Dylan Cease did his part. Uh, I'm going to tell you why it was the Sox bullpen that failed to show up. Uh, more on that in a moment. Summer's winding down. The nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Uh, guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. Uh, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Uh, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, uh, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Uh, you can take them anytime, day or night, uh, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with uh, one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Uh, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Uh, Blue Chew's tablets are made in the U.S. of A. and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. It's time to get off the couch and back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Blue Chew free. Uh, try Blue Chew free uh, when you use a promo code locked on at checkout. Uh, just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code locked on to receive your first month free. Uh, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for supporting and sponsoring uh, this podcast. Dylan Cease was on the hill for the Sox on Tuesday in just the biggest game, a must win. And, you know, Dylan Cease, there's no question about his stuff. He's got amazing stuff, uh, but he can be his own worst enemy at times, uh, struggling with command, throwing a ton of pitches. Uh, and that was the case on Tuesday. However, he limited the damage. Uh, it just opened the door for a bullpen that was not effective at all. Uh, first inning, 
Uh, Stephen Kwan, uh, go ahead. He led things off with a single. Man, that guy can hit. He can run. Uh, he is a weapon for the Guardians. Uh, Rosario drew a walk on a missed call by the home plate ump. He had a rough game uh, behind home plate, benefited the Sox at one point, but, man, he had a lot of missed calls. You got first and second. Nobody out with Ramirez up. Cease in a huge jam early on, uh, struggling to find the plate with his slider. Uh, got Ramirez to pop up to Mancada on a full count. Big break. Uh, went 0-2 on Naylor. Uh, Cease settling down a little bit in the inning. Got Naylor to fly out to Robert in center field. So you had two outs, two on for Gonzalez, and he flew out to center as Cease got out of a difficult spot, but threw 24 pitches uh, in the first inning. Uh, second inning, unbelievable. Unbelievable how this inning started with the defense. Uh, we were hoping for a clean game defensively. Don't give the Guardians extra bases. Well, that game plan flew out the window uh, in the second inning. A.J. Pollock trips and falls in left field. Uh, causing a potential leadoff single, uh, it made it into a triple uh, for Jimenez. Uh, Cease was struggling to find the strike zone yet again, especially with the fastball. That was flying out of the zone all over the place. Uh, got a ground out. Uh, runner did not score. Lots of 3-1 counts, 3-2 counts. There was a sack fly by Cleveland uh, with two outs, uh, but one nothing Cleveland there, so they did get that leadoff triple. Uh, they got that run home. Home plate uh, umpire missing more calls, which did not help Cease's struggles. Uh, Cease manages to get out of it with no further damage, but has thrown 50 pitches after two innings. 5-0. Third inning, it looked like Cease definitely, uh, he made some adjustments and had his first 1-2-3 inning of the night. A good defensive uh, defense behind him and much better command. Fourth inning leadoff walk. Uh, Cease was laboring yeah, at the 70 pitch mark and got some big help from a strike him out, a throw him out. Uh, Sevi Zavala with a cannon down to second base. Uh, fifth inning, lots of long at bats. Uh, Cease, you know, he just doesn't have that command. He doesn't have the wipeout pitch. So you got Cleveland hitters following a lot of pitches off. Uh, not giving up much at all, but the pitch count got to Cease, uh, as did the home plate umpire. Lots of frustration from Dylan Cease. You could see it on his face. Uh, Josh Harrison, boy, he played some defense at second base. He had one of the best plays of the season in the fifth inning. Uh, you know, it's weird. Sometimes Harrison will botch a simple play and then will lay out and rob a base hit to end the inning. That was the case uh, in the fifth. A sixth inning, Cease battled through it, throwing over 100 pitches, uh, but that was it. He gave you six innings, grinded it out, man. He really had to battle. Uh, only four hits, one earned run, uh, three walks, three strikeouts. Uh, his ERA, 2.13. He threw 107 uh, pitches. And, you know, the thing about Cease, it was just – he didn't have his stuff, but he he was he's such a good pitcher that he was still able uh, to go to second level stuff and you know get guys out. Uh, but the fact that he threw so many pitches, we just couldn't have him for the seventh or eighth. We had to rely on a bullpen that just didn't have it. Uh, seventh inning, Sox had just scored three runs to take a three three one lead. 
Lambert is in the game. And what does he do? He walks the first two hitters. Unreal. And then after a flyout, uh, there was a first and third situation. Lambert is pulled in favor of Bummer. Stephen Kwan added again, took a middle, middle fastball and ripped it to center field. Cleveland scored uh, to make it 3 2. Uh, Sox, two outs, runners on the corners again. Jose Ramirez legs out an infield single to tie the game up at three. Lead off walks are killers. Uh, Sox bullpen just collapsing in all different kinds of ways. Uh, the Sox got out of the inning by a blown call by the home plate umpire. Uh, there was a play at home and Cleveland scored, uh, but the ump called the runner out. Cleveland did not have a challenge left. Huge break. Uh, for the Sox, a game was tied at three. Eighth inning, Lopez, uh, you know, he needs to be careful of letter-high fastballs with no movement. That was not an issue for him. Quick fly out, then a ground out, mixed up his pitches really well, off-speed, high fastballs, and then got a fly out to end the inning. Uh, outstanding inning from Lopez, uh, efficient and effective, as was Hendricks in the ninth, really Lopez and Hendricks. Boy, they did a fantastic job. Graveman had the 10th. Uh, Sack fly to start things off. Quan, of course, got to third. Uh, Sacks decided to intentionally walk Ramirez. You got runners on the corner for Naylor. Base hit, Cleveland scores. Sack fly, another run. It was 5 3 uh, Cleveland. Uh, you know, Sacks, we're going to talk about Sacks offense. Sacks offense ended up tying it up in an unbelievable way. Uh, in their half to make it 5-5, but the 11th inning. This was Jake Diekman, and he was a train wreck. He gave up five runs in the inning, five of them. Our lone trade deadline acquisition in the biggest game of the series gives up five runs. Uh, I, I'm just still shaking my head. I'm still in shock, as I'm sure you are listening uh, to this episode. Bullpen altogether gave up nine runs in a must-win game. Nine runs. Sacks off offense uh, fell flat most of the night. There were some big hits and almost unreal situations, but it was too little, uh, too late. More on that in a moment. So, of course, the Sox had an off day on Monday. So their last game that they had played before Tuesday was Sunday, and it was a big game for them offensively. 11 runs, three home runs. And how many times do we see it? The next game for the Sox, uh, more times than not, after an offense, uh, offensive explosion, they fall flat. I was hoping maybe that off day on Monday was going to buffer things, but uh, boy, nothing was going on. Aaron Savali for the Guardians, he had Sack's number. Uh, now, he was just coming off of the IL, uh, but ground out, ground out, strikeout. It was a one, two, three inning for Savali. He only threw 12 pitches in the, in the first inning. Second inning, Pollock with a base hit. Robert had his first opportunity, not looking good at all with his attempts. Uh, third inning, more ground balls, nothing getting through. Seven ground outs up until this point. Zero flyouts. Sacks with just one base hit after three innings and zero walks. A fourth inning, two more ground outs. Uh, so in the fifth, despite the lack of control, Cease, I mean, he had done everything possible to keep the game close. And it was for a very long time. 
Uh, sacks just with one hit entering the inning. Savali keeping the sacks off balance. Uh, he had that 12 to 3 breaking ball working. Uh, maybe sacks were pressing uh, at this point, middle of the game. Just couldn't get anything in the air. Pollock, uh, he was the only one really swinging the bat. He had his second hit of the night. And then Robert with another lifeless at bat. I mean, swung at the first pitch and popped up to second base. A runner, uh, Sachs had a runner at second, but couldn't do anything with it. Uh, so here you go, the sixth inning. Uh, this is where some of the magic happened. Uh, Elvis Andrews, of course, with, with the hustle, legs out an infield single to lead things off. He stole second. It was challenged. Uh, call stood. So you got a man on second, nobody out. Mankata walks. Savali is pulled. Abreu is up with runners on second and first. Nobody out. He gets hit by a pitch. Bases loaded. Nobody out. Aloy Jimenez, who's been a beast the second half of the season, rips one up the middle uh, to, to tie the game at one. Uh, Vaughn struck out on a pitch two feet out of the zone. He did really nothing on Tuesday. Uh, then Pollock. Up with the bases loaded and only one out. It was a botched double play attempt by Cleveland, uh, helping the Sox out in a major way. They scored two runs. Sox go up at this point, three to one uh, in the bottom of the sixth. Seventh, of course, Cleveland tied it up in their half of the seventh. Uh, and aside from an Andrews double, Sox uh, could not get anything going. Uh, eighth inning, game still tied as the, as the Sox come to bat. Abreu, Jimenez, Ingle, uh, no chance against Karinczak. Uh, that was pretty deflating right there, not able to do anything. Uh, Sox failed in the ninth as well. Another horrible Luis Robert at bat. I just don't see how you can let this guy swing a bat on Wednesday if it matters. Uh, and then the 10th. This was unbelievable. And for how the game to end after something like this occurred in the 10th, this is what is really gut-wrenching. Against one of the toughest closers in all of baseball, uh, the Sox managed to score two runs, highlighted by Jose Abreu uh, with a two-out, two-strike base hit uh, to tie the game up at five. You just felt like it was in the cards for the Sox. Uh, and then Jake Diekman just destroyed all those hopes and dreams uh, in the top of the 11th. Uh, Pollock in the bottom of the 11th, last gasp, made it somewhat close with a two-run home run, but nowhere near enough. Sox fail to win game one. They could really only hope, of course, for a, a series win. And then Cleveland just has to go on a nosedive because right now the Guardians hold the tiebreaker over the Sox. A deflating loss, uh, but hopefully the Sox can save face, uh, take the game on Wednesday uh, and Thursday. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. And now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up in the next episode, I'll recap Lance Lynn's outing and hopefully be celebrating a White Sox winner. 
appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox.